0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast Feel Good with Dan and Elise with Body Science. So again, we've had some amazing questions come through from so many people all around Australia. So this one's going to be a pretty big topic and it's going to be mainly focused on protein and carbs and the very important nutrition and when to take protein and all that sort of fun stuff. So nutrition (laughs) specialists, I could tell you when I take my protein and when I think so, and you can tell me if I'm on the right track.
1: Okay, so nutrition as a whole is an unbelievable topic, and obviously I love it, that's what I do. Um, But the way I think is the best way to understand how to implement the correct nutrition is to go sort of a day in the life. So I'll start off by uh, speaking a bit about what nutrition and the components should be, and then we're gonna go into a day in the life of you, does that sound okay? No. Okay, so nutrition um, affects everybody. It's something that we touch, whether it be we're active, we're not active, we're happy, we're, we're moving, we're at work. So we know that calories is the way that we consume energy. So what we do uh, make those calories up of is so important. And that looks at the macronutrients and the micronutrients. So what we have seen in the form of well-being is that timing of meals, portions of meals, and what they're made up of is really important. They're one of the three main topics that we speak about a lot. So the reason for that is timing of meals, again, it's about creating the correct uh, blood sugar levels and keeping them maintained. So we know that if we can control that and improve that, then our mood and quality of the day is going to go up significantly, even if weight loss or reducing fat storage in the body isn't a goal, it is actually what that can improve because it actually eliminates the need to bring the blood sugar levels back into the median state, hence we don't hold on to fat as much as what we would if they were going up and down. So what we see in that sort of scenario is if someone's not eating for a long period and then they eat again, they overeat, is moods go through the roof. And
0: metabolism, goes,
1: metabolism out. goes out, we need to bring the, the, the blood sugar levels back into the norm. And we tend to hold a lot more fat when we do that. So we store it around the midriff area. So number one tip when we talk about nutrition is timing of meals. Yeah. Number two is the correct portions of meals. So we, it's quite difficult to grasp correct portions because everybody is completely different whether we're male or female or active or not so active, the needs within the body do change dependent on activity level. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. So looking at the calorie intake, if our goal was to maintain weight, we want um, sufficient calories to meet our activity. So they're on par. Yeah, input-output. If we're looking to reduce fat storage and maintain muscle mass, We need to ensure that the correct protein, carbohydrates, fats, calcium, and other nutrients are to the correct portions. If we're looking to have a better gut integrity, again, we look at those components again. So portions of the main uh, macronutrients is the number two tip, really. So the biggest thing that we come across is um, the elimination of carbohydrates. What's your take on that?
0: I actually have discovered more dealing with you about how important carbohydrates are. I was, I was, I've been through many like little fad diets, like keto stuff, and you know, pure high fats, no carbohydrates, and all this sort of stuff. But then knowing that you need carbohydrates to break down the protein synthesis and then actually have that correct balance. It all there's there's all these fads that will come through, but at the end of the day, healthy, clean eating. Always comes out on top and it comes down to the timing like you said. Yeah, you see the the fasting um, like you I read up on on the hormones that fasting releases and it's pretty crazy what it can do, you know, like Mm. it it tells you what to do to get back on track But it also tells you you're more likely to store fat. You're more likely to have some sort of issues that are negative So Mm. it's quite detrimental some of that fasting though. It sounds great and people after 24 hours of fasting they look pretty skinny the long term sort of effects is what's yeah. pretty pretty scary
1: so clinically proven information suggests that carbohydrates should be included in every main meal that's not to say that your meal should be loaded with pastas and breads and things like that. It's just to say the correct portion of the carbohydrates should be met in order to achieve your results most efficiently. So glucose to the brain is is really important for energy. It's important to be on point for the day, and it really works well with our little friend called protein. So we'll go through what that looks like in a day, but I just want to put it out there that unrefined carbohydrates are a good thing. They're not the enemy. There's actually less energy per gram than protein, and they're used a lot quicker. So really educating upon that is important. So protein is the next one um, that has a lot of information around it. We love protein because obviously we need it for recovery, uh, for muscle mass, reduced fat storage, but it actually is really important for collagen production, for the skin, for moods, um, our bone integrity, and also hair. So. Protein has a lot more other effects, but it doesn't work well unless it's linked with carbohydrates. So that's why we speak about the correct portions of protein in the main meals with carbohydrate because they work together. So the absorption of 30 grams of protein per main meal is the absorption rate that the muscle can uptake in one city. So the body can't actually utilize any more than that. It'll be stored directly as fat. So
0: if I have three kilo chicken breasts,
1: you're doing yourself no justice. This is a topic that I get all the time with Dan, um, but when we think about protein, you don't, don't actually- always eat
0: three. No, <laughs> exercise, so.
1: sometimes. The absorption of protein, you don't absorb all of the protein that you eat. Yeah. You absorb probably about a third of it. So just say we had 100 grams steak, that's about, you absorb about a third, so 30 grams roughly, and that's actually on point for the amount that you need to ensure the um, uptake of it is as efficient as it possibly can, to utilize the protein as well as it can. So if we're say having a a 400 gram steak, no matter if you're an athlete or not, you're actually doing yourself a negative effect because your body needs to break that down or try to, so you'll store it as fat. So what we're saying is when you're consuming protein, number one, it should be a high scoring protein and it needs to be in the correct portion to really utilize what it's there to do. Um, and that's something that tend to get, tends to get a little bit forgotten in, in all the information that's out there.
0: Yeah. I could say, so my, my day, perfect day for me with supplementation and nutrition would be first thing in the morning, I'd have my pre-workout train, then I'd have a breakfast, something like two poached eggs, salmon, avocado, and probably uh, soy and linseed toast beautiful that'll be me
1: so can i just take on that so just say if we had a big circle the toast is the carbohydrate point on the two eggs is about nearly 80 percent of your protein that's 30 grams it's about 24 grams a bit of a bit of salmon on the edge that's 30 grams so see how the uptake of that complete circle is based on both carbohydrates and protein not just one or the other and what that does do is really exceed the muscle uh, recovery the growth of new muscle, and obviously the ability to continue to progress. So really important to to point that out, that your breakfast should not just be protein.
0: So morning tea, if I'm not in a meeting or anything like that, I've got a shake ready to go, body science shake, ready to rock and roll with the protein, protein. Um, or I have mushroom, half an avocado with uh, grilled chicken breast, only a small portion, and that's followed by a black coffee. Okay.
1: So if you're a female in that scenario, I wouldn't necessarily eat chicken for a snack. So I like to eat three of the protein balls. I normally recommend a bit of a carb in there, but because we're all quite busy, the protein balls are really good and they keep you full for longer because the protein has a satiety effect to the brain. So keep that in mind. You don't necessarily have to eat chicken on your snack.
0: Yeah. Lunch for me, I would go very, very much white fish, love white fish, or salmon with salad. Again, I love avocado, so I yep. can't escape avocado. Um, would you put
1: a carb in there? Would I put that? A bit of carbohydrate?
0: I would put a bit of carbohydrate, but I'd use that either with um, a meal wrap. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Sometimes I'd put yeah. that in there, um, but I wouldn't put too many carbohydrates in there because I'd probably save that for Dinner. dessert. 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 Nah, nah, just so
1: lunch is, lunch is perfect. So we, I see a lot of,
0: Uh, I like to stay light.
1: Yeah. And that's great. So the fish is a really good source of omega-3, sixes. We know that that's really good for inflammation and integrity of the brain, really good for progression in the next day. Um, I love the the properties of fish. With that, it's important that we've got the good fats in there. There's actually omega-9 in the avocado, which is even better, still got a bit of three. But we've just added a bit of carbohydrates in there. So, really important that you do put a bit of brown rice, a wrap, or something in quinoa. there to keep that baseline. Quinoa's amazing. Yeah. So, don't forget power. the carbohydrate. Yeah.
0: <laughs> afternoon, if I have a snack in the afternoon, if I don't have a chance to have a proper meal, it again be the protein shake. Um, or I would actually go for something like uh, sweet potato quinoa and like a, just a typical salad like yep. that to get me ticking over.
1: I'm just gonna jump in there. The, the reason why we stick to whey protein for a shake <laughs> is because it's emptied really rapidly from the stomach. So it's known as like the fast Lamborghini. What that means is it doesn't have effect of making you feel bloated because a lot of us will need to be doing stuff either at the night or continuing the day. Yep. It's really important that whey the protein doesn't bloat you. So whey protein empties from the system in about one and a half hours. Um, And if it's got enzymes with it, it's actually the breakdown and uptake of the protein is seen as even more beneficial. So um, very lucky in that a lot of our protein, all of our proteins do.
0: And favorite meal dinner, of course, we she cooks it. Yeah. So we've always got uh, carbohydrate factor either fish or red meats, which is great to keep your iron levels up for someone like yourself who's anemic. Um, uh, but what we do is have this perfect dessert and it is our little homemade secret. So uh, Greek yogurt, which is great for all the calcium aspects and also it also helps sleep. Um, protein powder in there, some nuts, some berries. Sometimes we chop up a protein to add in there as well. Yeah. And sometimes we just don't want to stop eating it because it's that nice.
1: So what, what we do see is, so the three main meals is like the baseline, you want to make sure that you get them every day uh, without any fasting or eliminating of the big food groups. Because what we do find is if you eliminate one big food group, say carbohydrates, you tend to fill it with more fat. So a high fat diet and a low carbohydrate diet is not beneficial in terms of clinically moving forward. Um but you're wanting to ensure the three main meals have carbohydrates, protein, calcium, fibres and a little bit of fat. And you've absolutely need that in your day. The dessert is is optional, but I do recommend having something like that or a lighter version of that at night because it actually helps you sleep. So the magnesium aspect and the relaxation of it is is really quite high. And I think what So don't be afraid to eat. Eating is actually like training, you're moving forward.
0: And I think what we've tried to nail there is eating on a regular basis and eating at those certain times the overall effect of that will help reduce stress yeah because your body is going to be in a state where it can actually you're
1: going to nourish to flourish exactly
0: (laughs) nourish to flourish but you can take on resilience better when your mind's on and your body's on so when you come up against stressful times whether it be business whether it be relationship where whatever it is If you're on point with your nutrition and your training and your mental health, you can get through stress better. I'm not saying you're gonna beat stress, but you'll be able to understand, step back and understand it and work through it better. There's no cure for stress, but there is a way we can maintain it and look after it. So that's the most important thing. So guys, I hope you got something very, very important out of this podcast. This has delved into some pretty important stuff about proteins, when to take it, the right meals, and overall how important it is to have this in place to beat stress or combat stress. So guys, thanks so much, awesome podcast. Dan and Elise, feel good with body science. We'll see you next time.